0: Welcome back to another episode of the Church Tech and Leadership Podcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us today. Um, Our goal here is to help you create quality experiences that help people engage with Jesus. Hey, if this helps you out, go ahead and share it with somebody that uh, you think it would help as well, and leave us a rating and review. Um, I am your host, Chris Esslinger, and once again, joined by my good friends, Ian Springer and Will Scott. How are you guys doing today?
1: Excellent.
2: Lovely. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So, with it being the week after Easter, uh, we thought we would kind of recap Easter and just kind of how it went uh, for each of us and in our context, and and just talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, this this year, uh, you know, being 2021, it's kind of things are getting back to normal a little bit. Um, a lot more churches are meeting and opening up, and all those kind of things. Uh, you know, a little different than last year when we were all stuck either doing uh pre-recorded or parking lot services um so yeah Yeah. what do you guys think how uh how has this year been kind of nice or or different (laughs) than previous ones
2: uh i mean like it was it was nice because last year you know we could only have like 10 people in the room at a time. And so it felt like you were on some kind of a weird movie set cuz you had we were shooting everything in advance. We had all of this lighting and video equipment all over the place. And this year it felt like we were just getting together and doing church, you know. Yeah. Like it wasn't it it was it was nice. It was really really a good experience. I was talking to a friend of mine uh afterward and I was like, you know, you can't it's great that we were able to connect with people um in the middle of all the chaos and everything last year digitally, but it was also great to be able to have uh, everybody together all in in, you know, one space. Yeah. And that's that that you can't, there's, there's a connection that you get that you can't replace with technology.
0: Well, and, and I know for, for us, there's a, you know, there's production in the room and then there's production on video and they feel really different to put together. Um, even though we're kind of, you know, going for the same thing, those different, um, ways of conveying things, um, when we're used to being guys who do stuff in the room, it is kind of nice to be able to, you know, be in the room. Um, I know for me this year was uh, super relaxing, um, which kind of sounds weird around an Easter service, but uh, you know, we just kind of did it and everything went smooth and um, I I couldn't ask for it to have gone much better.
2: I mean, I get that though it's the the normalcy like you're doing something you know how to do you've done like for me I've done a lot of Easter services as a production guy before I've done a lot of in-person services as a production guy before but last year there was just everything was different and it was all stuff that that we hadn't you know we weren't necessarily I don't want to say unprepared for but not um, expecting to have to do yeah, and so it, it was, you know, it like was weird. The, I know I was asking myself a lot of questions, like, is this really going to be effective? Are we, you know, you look at, and instead of being able to see, oh look, there's people here today, you know, you're looking at your viewer numbers afterward, and you're like, you you know, are these, are, are we only having five people that are watching the live stream or not, or is it? Is the real number actually higher?
0: Yeah, you I don't know. know about you, but I, I I understand the metrics, which means I constantly question what they mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I've always heard that. Uh, you know, for every one viewer that's, you can count it as one point five people watching, um, or for every one device that that it tells you, you can count it as one point five people watching or listening. But
2: that's still putting a lot of faith in you know. Software and systems, and it it's not like it's not like people are actually there, you know like oh look it's it's my buddy he's yeah. here today, you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's you're constantly going, okay, how many people are actually on and and watching right now Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like i said it it was it's just nice to be back in the room, right, <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that was that's the way it was for us too we um you know it was strange like you didn't even realize it we've we've been open obviously for a couple months and um it was weird having the room at that capacity like i mean we're still doing all the social distancing and all the good stuff and masks but it's like it just feels fuller there's more energy more just life in the in the space it was um it was super cool it was great it was definitely felt good but I didn't even think about it until like our our guy gets up there to start talking and uh and you know he's like thankful to be there and I'm like oh wow yeah that's right <laughs> like it's been 2 years since we've had an Easter together um like I virtual Easter is just feels like a one-sided experience and it's just weird but live Easter is as definitely worth it and the weather was beautiful for us and you know in the Midwest and it was great it was so good
0: yeah i i kind of felt like in some ways because you know there was that year of space you know where where we had to do things so differently it kind of allowed some freedom for this year to not be well what do we traditionally do for easter you know like there there was a little bit of that still like people wanting wanting that tradition and nostalgia back but at the same time there was still room for well compared to last year anything's going to feel more normal
2: so <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah. an interesting point cuz i didn't you know every year that's been a recurring conversation i've had with people and i didn't i don't remember having that with anybody this year
0: uh, i sure good. didn't like you know we for us it was okay we got to make sure that there's a cross somewhere on the stage that's kind of highlighted and, uh, you know, the pastor went and got some some flowers and stuff to put on the front of the stage. But other than that, it was, you know, when we were putting the service together, it was very much a, um, a okay, well, you know, what are we talking about and how are we going to put it together so that it impacts people and we tell the story well. Um, and that was the only discussion. There wasn't a, well, you know, it's Easter, so our tradition is to do this or that or the other thing. It was very much just let's tell the story and put it together. You know? Yeah. What did you guys, so so, yeah, let's dig into it. What did you guys do
1: um, and how did it go? We did, uh, we were super hesitant about this. Um, We went back and forth about it for weeks trying to decide if we wanted to do it or not. But we went ahead and we did uh, a funeral kind of a theme uh at least straight out of the gate uh very everything about the experience was just very funeral-esque especially if you've done a funeral at our location and um I mean just very somber with the lighting with the music not high energy at all just uh kind of you know super down and we had Different characters like the disciple. Uh, that's well, we had John. But we just had one disciple, John, come up and talk about. He basically read Jesus's uh, obituary, and then we um, we had our our pastor kind of come in and sort of take you in and out of that funeral experience. So, in in some senses, he's kind of like being a pastor at a funeral, but he was also like. Hey, this is, you know, we're, we're not actually at a funeral. We're going to talk about what we're experiencing and especially how it relates to 2020 because 2020 kind of felt like we were living in like a second day world. And even now some part, you know, sometimes it feels like that, just that whole, you know, Jesus is dead. And at least, like, if you're from the from the perspective of, of the disciples, it feels like Jesus is dead because we're waiting on that third day. And just that's kind of what the world felt like um, for during 2020 mostly. And so we really just kind of capitalized on that. But we had a lot of moving parts with people kind of coming and going on the stage and pieces moving. And uh, we, our team, focused a lot on... On the process because we were coming off of a weekend that did not go so well for us and uh, we had a lot of technical mishaps which were <laughs> really frustrating because <laughs> i was the only guy in the booth at the time and so i'm running back and forth between lighting and and uh, our tracks machine just smacking computers trying to make things work but anyways uh no this the the weekend went great Easter was so good um uh, in comparison but we we really focused on each individual element and uh, we scripted the entire thing which just brought everything together we had all the cues in script so i mean it was very theatrical from that sense it's like everybody knew where the lighting transitions were where the video transitions were how long the moments were even we had uh, all of the lyrics all of the just everything was in there so that okay on this line this line right here that's when I'm going to open up the reverbs or that's when I'm you know, going to fire this light cue or that's when we're going to start tracks and everybody can look at it and be on the same page which is incredibly helpful because obviously the previous week we didn't script anything and nobody was on the same page and like transitions were a mess because of it but um, I mean even like props on stage like the podium kind of had to come and go because we did this La La Land moment where she's like Mary Magdalene is just kind of speaking and then she just kind of starts singing like, and giving this perspective of a story and it kind of takes you away. Um, similar to the, uh, I think it was at Emma Stone. I think that moment in La, La so. Land. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it was, it was super emotional. Um, and it was, well, it was super emotional because she got emotional uh, while she was doing it. Um, but it was, no, it was, it was, it was a super good weekend for us. And we were thankful that we were able to do it with people and share with people. And, um, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. There was a little bit of breakdown in communication, but our lead guy was, um, he was able to kind of, uh, I don't know, change his content a little bit to facilitate everything that we had done. And, um, and which, which helped it made, I mean, it made it a great experience, but it was, you know, there's, there's always challenges and things like that, that you have to work through when working with a team or a big team, especially, but it was, no, it was great, man. How was the, uh, the scripting process
0: as far as time goes? Like, did it, did it take a lot of time to put all that together? Um, cause obviously, you know, whenever we, I know for me, when I've done more scripted and laid out events or, or a shot list or things like that, like the, the results are amazing. Um, but it seems like the prep time, like at least in my experience, it's been, okay, I'll do it, but it's only, it's going to be a special events only thing because it takes several weeks to prep. Oh yeah. Um, Is that kind of how it was for you guys?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we didn't. I don't think we had the script nailed down until the week of, because we were constantly rewriting, and that was the other thing that we didn't. We don't normally do midweek rehearsals. Like, uh, we we don't do midweek rehearsals, unless it's a big event, um, and especially because we we added an extra service in the morning, so we knew like rehearsal time. Like I had a five thirty a.m. call time, like we, <laughs> and we we didn't. We knew we weren't going to have time to truly rehearse. So we did we did go ahead and add a midweek rehearsal and we were able to okay, we're gonna do a couple of reps of this song and a couple of reps of this moment and then we're gonna do a full run through with transitions and people kinda get a feel for it that way when we walk in Sunday morning. It it felt good. But the the script writing was time consuming, but it was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. Um and we don't it's like looking at other events that we've done, like you know, obviously big events like Christmas and um, and even some of the Mother's Day and Father's Day things. Uh, we don't normally script that kind of stuff, but um, we'll probably start doing it more often because uh, this was such a good success. And I think the big difference is, yeah, like you know, you're you're working with creatives, and there everybody's you're still editing, you're still tweaking you're still modifying and we i mean we continued editing the script even after we had uh you know quote unquote published it or kind of put it out there for people to start working on and even then like the just because the elements like this 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 guy needs to memorize his lines well then you sent him his lines so he can start memorizing them and you know Mary can work on her lines and he can work on his like everybody can work on that stuff it doesn't have to all be together yet so you can you can kind of you know don't let script writing prevent your people from being able to execute because it's like the musicians having the chord charts or knowing the music like they need that so they can practice and be ready and this the script again it's not complete but they have their part that they need so they can work on it
0: i would say that's almost one of the nice things about uh having deadlines of you know, the event or the video or whatever it is has to be released on X date. Cause I know, um, for me, it's really easy if there's not a deadline to constantly be going, okay, well I'm going to keep tweaking on this and I'm going to keep tweaking on this.
1: It's never done.
0: Well, and there's times where you can actually make it worse. You can overcook it, you know? Oh yeah. And, and it can, it would have been better at an earlier stage. Um, I've heard this phrase when it comes to like, uh, especially working on, like, let's say you're making an album. Um, and and the question is, how do you know when the mix is done? Well, uh, the answer was, it's never really done. You just kind of stop working on it. Yeah. Um, that's it. And when there's a deadline, I think that's way easier because you go, okay, well, you know, you focus on the important things. You don't go down these rabbit trails as often with these little nitpicky, you know, oh, the reverb trail's kind of funky. Like, you just focus on on the big picture things, getting all the right stuff right. Um, and getting, you just get there faster. I think when you have a deadline, um, and you know, you have to stop at some point. So it's like, okay, we're there done. Like it has to be. Um, yeah. So I think that can be helpful while it can also, you know, kind of lean towards a little stress, but I, I think it's helpful to have those deadlines.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. It's having, not knowing where the finish line is, is like, I don't know that like try running a marathon without knowing where the finish finish line is that it's just not going to end well.
0: Yeah. So you're going to start getting yeah, really tired and yeah. yeah,
2: it's, it's just like, Hey, you know, just, just kind of get out there and just kind of go. And then, you know, we'll just tell you when you're done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, that I'm going to stop for coffee along the way. Yeah. Oh, look, donuts, <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Right. But right. How about you guys, Chris? What, uh, you know, what, what did you guys do?
0: Yeah. So, um, We, you know, pastor came to us several weeks before Easter and said, you know, here's what we're talking about. Um, And for us, we did it from the approach of looking at it through the eyes of Doubting Thomas um, and kind of how he, he's gotten this bad reputation for, uh, for being a doubter in in that moment um, when really that was just a snapshot of his life, like That was just one moment and, and that's how history has remembered him is for that one moment in his life. And if you read earlier, there's so much more going on. Um, and, and you kind of see like, like, you know, Jesus is, is getting ready to, to go to see Lazarus or really to raise Lazarus. Um, and Thomas is like, you know, um let's go, let's just go with him. Like all the other disciples are, we don't want to go. And cause they're going to kill Jesus. And, and Thomas is like, no, let's go. Um, we'll go die with him, you know? Um, and so that was kind of the, the direction that, that pastor came at it from. Um, and so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so he gave us that and then our worship pastor gave me all of the songs he was going to do and kind of said, hey, you know, for this closing number, I'd like to have some kind of special visual element to help tell the story because it's a really narrative based uh, song. Um, and, and he had looked uh, for a really long time um, to see if there was like something pre-made already or whatever, and there wasn't. And so, um, you know, I just kind of went, well, let's just make one you know we've got a couple weeks we'll we'll throw something together um and so we ended up throwing together this special backing video doing lighting to go along with it to help just emphasize the story and emphasize the music and it went really well um and what was crazy about it was you know going into it normally when you're doing a lot of special elements you're like oh well is it going to go well what's going to happen with this and I didn't feel any of that this year. It was very much just a, yeah, let's let's just do this. This tells the story well, um, and I think in my context, it's because I've <laughs> finally learned um, that my leadership is going to back me no matter what happens. Um, obviously, nobody wants a disaster, but um, there's something to be said for the pressure being off that I can just feel the freedom to be creative, um, and do what I need to do to, to tell the story. Um, obviously I've, I've earned the, the fact that I'm going to make good judgments and I've earned the trust there. Um, but knowing that I can just run with it and, and they're going to love it is, is really, uh, freeing in a lot of ways. So, um, so yeah, it went really well you know, going into Saturday night, getting ready. I was, I was eerily relaxed about it. Like <laughs> what's going to break? Uh, and nothing broke. So, uh, yeah, it was That's, great. Yeah. I, I couldn't have asked yeah. for a better Easter. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, we, uh, you and I were talking a little bit earlier this week and, um, cause we were both, we were, we both had a similar sensation just feeling, uh, why, why, like, why did that feel like it went so well? Like why, why, Why didn't it feel like we killed ourselves? Because they
0: don't normally like like I'm used to Easter and Christmas being like you you work your butt off going into the day, Mm -hmm. and and you're stressed and exhausted and all that stuff and that didn't happen this year.
1: Same, yeah. And I think that's well. I think that we we landed on um, just the the fact that we've done it so much and our experiences like now we know how to do it without killing ourselves and um and we kind of know what to expect like it's just there's something to be sad about kind of having done it before
0: yeah i guess i should say if this was like year one or two of doing this you know (laughs) this church tech stuff (laughs) that would have been rough i i would have been really stressed about it Uh, Yeah, same. but that's the beauty of of experience and time is it does get better so so for those listening, if you're in a place where you're like, well, this is year one and everything stresses me out, let me encourage you a little bit that it gets better. Um, you learn processes and you learn systems and you learn how you work and, and you get all these creative ideas under your belt and um, it gets way easier over time. Not ever saying it's going to be a cakewalk, um, but it does get easier to kind of pull stuff together as you learn what does and doesn't work um but it takes time and that's okay and and be patient with the process so yeah. ian what did you guys do
2: well uh, we had like so so we um in in the past when when we've done easter in person we've had really really big turnouts and so the con- the concern was you know how can we have an in person experience and be ready for everyone who wants to come but still do so safely and so we had um, we had like six different services spread out over three different days um, which is a lot more than what we would normally do to to accommodate everybody but we did it um, we ha- and and it was you know it was great uh, we had we had a great experience. We had um, very good turnout for all of these services, even though they were on days and times when you don't normally th- you know you don't normally think of people showing up at church at six o'clock on a Friday night. But we had probably uh, you know five or six hundred people that that came out um, and so that was good the it was challenging for us in tech because we had a lot like we had a lot of volunteers who could do one day or could do several of the services on a day but they couldn't do all you know friday saturday sunday um and or they couldn't do we had a couple rehearsals uh Beforehand, And so it, there was a lot of there was just a lot of, you know, do, who's who's doing what this service people uh, bouncing around and that kind of thing to manage. But it I, I like having a bit of a challenge. Um, and I got I got with the guy who was service producing uh, with me. And I was like, you know, here's uh, we we need to keep we need we need to keep not try and do anything crazy with the shot list that we're looking for for some of the music stuff. Let's just keep it very basic. And then at the beginning of every service, just run down with every single um, every single operator, you know, okay, here's here's what we need you to do. And we did that and it worked really well. Um, we didn't. There, there weren't really any big fires that anybody had to go put out. At least in um, in the space I was working, because we had not only do we had have, have all of these uh, these services, but we also had a whole bunch of different venues. We had a main room, and a smaller room, and a mask-only room, and plus the online experience. So there's just a lot of moving parts. And at least the, the pieces that, that I was doing ran really, really smoothly. And, and it wasn't like we had fun and everybody walked away really proud of what uh, the, the experience that, that we created. So, you know, it, 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 certainly, it certainly wasn't perfect. Um, I know I, I determined by the time we were all said and done, including services and rehearsals over the course of that week, we ran the entire thing through top to bottom 12 times. Wow. And so That's Biden, a lot. <laughs> it, it was, it, it was probably um, one in, in terms of video directing. It was probably one of the most strenuous things I've ever done. And I was paying for it a little bit by the end of the day Sunday, because my voice was starting to get tired because I'm not used to talking for hours and hours straight. Um, yeah, you texted
0: but, me like Saturday night and you were like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to have a voice tomorrow. <laughs> uh,
2: it, it, was, it was a little rough. And it, it was like Saturday night was a little rough. Um, Sunday morning I was better, but by the end of Sunday I was like, I'm going to go home and sit in my chair and not talk to anybody for two days. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't like – I didn't walk out of there on Sunday – like I'm just completely exhausted. Like my voice was exhausted, but you know, you, at least for me, when you go and you you do something, uh, like this, you, you you walk out and you have a sense like I, you know, we really, like that was a great experience. I'm excited about what we did. Or you walk out and you're like, man, you know, we should have done better. And I don't think anybody walked out of there feeling that they left anything on the table, which is, which is great.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, I know it's always kind of a interesting challenge around holiday weekends with when you need big volunteer crews, um, and trying to be like, Hey, you know, can anybody actually serve all of them? Um, cause that's, you know, ideal, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. if you can get the same crew on all the time, um, you know it means that you only have to teach everybody once
2: <laughs> yeah i mean and i i bet in total we had close to 30 or 40 volunteers just doing tech that weekend i don't i don't have the exact number but it was it was somewhere in that in that range which which is a lot to corral i don't our tech director does an amazing job and uh you know we i'm sure he was uh he w- he was nervous about, uh, you know, is is everybody going to remember to show up on time and remember cues and stuff? But I I think he was good with the result too at at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, Will you said you guys had a midweek rehearsal, uh, and you don't normally do one. Did did everybody kind of see the benefits of having one or? or have you guys talked about that yet like hey this rehearsal thing was cool or man we don't really need it or like how'd that go we
1: we haven't really dug into it uh, as far as like hey we're gonna make this a permanent change and I've I've always been a big fan of midweek rehearsals uh, because from an audio perspective it allows me to really polish the mix and um, lean on a lot of automation and scene recall too, that helps me out uh, tremendously, and that, that's what I was able to do for Easter. Um, it was like, hey, I I had three mixes that I was happy with. I mean, they weren't perfect, but I was happy with them. Instead of like the very first mix on Sunday being kind of like, yeesh, you know, I wish, you know, that. Anyways, um, no, we're we're probably not going to change our process. Um, we've we, I mean, we're we're kind of continually reviewing and and asking ourselves every couple of months we're like, hey, we've been doing this for a while. How do you feel about changing it up and doing that? Um but we're I mean we're just trying to continually pivot and evaluate what our experiences are like uh as we go. I don't I don't think we'll start adding midweek rehearsals anytime soon. But uh you never know.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. I I was just curious, man. Um like I know for us, we do a normal midweek rehearsal, um, even though a lot of weeks, uh, because of work schedules and whatnot, um, and kids and all kinds of other things, it's challenging to get everybody there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're pretty, in our context, we're able to be pretty relaxed about that. Um, but, uh, but, you know, for Easter, we, we had a rehearsal and everybody was able to be there. Um, which meant I was able to actually, you know, track it and go back between rehearsal and, uh, you know, show day or Sunday, um, and, and do some time with virtual check. And, and that, that was huge for me, um, being able to get that time. Cause like you said, I felt like going into the first service, like it sounds good. Um, you know, when I listened through the morning it, I was really happy with how it w- how it sounded. Um, again, not perfect because it's never perfect. Yeah. And the sooner we get used to that being okay, the better. Um,
1: but it was it was excellent.
0: Yeah, it was good. I was happy with it. You know, it wasn't like oh man, I should have fixed this or that or the other thing. And even yeah. when I listened back to the online mix, I was just like, yeah, like yeah. Is it perfect? No. Are there things I would tweak on it? Absolutely. Was there any glaring issues? No. Yeah. Um. And, for the
1: for the average person it was a great experience. Yeah. And that's a that's a win.
0: Yeah. So so to me, um when you can get it, that time is really a big deal and, and really helps. Um and I would say the same, you know, is true. Like, you know, for us we did uh that, that closing song where we had all these special lighting cues. When when we programmed that on Monday of easter week i set up a camera in the back of the room and just recorded a run through of it and then i sent it to all the camera guys and was like here's what's going to happen um here's where the lights are going to be when here's you know with the video and everything and and they said that really helped them and that they they were able to watch it a few times and when they shut up for rehearsal they did, didn't even miss a yeah. cue the first time we ran it
1: yeah they know what's going on yeah yeah it's like communication yeah. is gold I comes to live production. Yeah.
0: Com- communication and preparation. So, um, it, it's just, I think it's an interesting balance. You know, when you think about the fact that we, you know, Sunday comes every week and, and we always want to, want to put something good together, but we have to balance that out with, with how much time it takes to, to do different elements. And I know we all tend to do special elements for holidays or, or special services, but, um, yeah, when you, when you think about it, it's just kind of how do, how do you want to balance out the over-the-top preparation that leads to an over-the-top you know excellence level um, mm-hmm. compared to how much time it takes.
1: Yeah, and I think the biggest thing we learned is like what does it cost the people that have to do the work and the preparation like, like us? Um, and I think like we, we were able to have a killer experience without killing ourselves. And, and that's us, the trick yeah i mean that's like it's taken us years like it's taken so many years to finally figure figure out how to maintain the balance and i'm sure we'll get it out of balance for future events occasionally but um but at least hey we know what we were able to focus on and and pull it off
0: yeah yeah cool any other thoughts from easter or anything else you guys would want to share
2: I took a really good nap after the service. It was like Sunday Sunday afternoon. I was out,
0: dude. That that's real. Like that's a, that is that's
1: the best part of the day. We,
0: after church, we we went over to my parents' house with the kids and everybody, and we did lunch and an Easter egg hunt. We get inside from the Easter egg hunt, and I'm sitting on the couch while the kids are starting to you know open up the eggs, and I just racked out. I was I was gone. <laughs> and my wife tries to get my attention at one point, and I kind of very groggily was like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wake up, man. <laughs> so yeah. I, I conked back out. And thankfully, everybody let me sleep for about a half hour. Uh, but yeah, yeah, dude, that that time is real. Uh, mm. That's needed. Um, mm. You know, even though we all had good, good weeks, it was still, uh, I was still tired, man. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I mean that, like that's Sunday. Like yeah. Sunday is, it's a lot of heavy loading in the morning and then the afternoon it's like nap time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Best part of the day. <laughs> so. Anyway. Hey, um, we hope this helped you out. Uh, we hope to, we hope that, um, you know, our stories from, from Easter are able to uh, impact you that you learn something from it. Um, you know, if you've got any you'd want to share with us, we'd love to hear them. Um, so if hey, look, if this has impacted you, uh, go ahead and share it with somebody else. Uh, leave a rating or review. Um, you can always find more info on on the website, just Chris Esslinger com. Uh, and there's show notes there. There's the blog post. Uh, you can get a hold of us if you'd like to talk to us about anything about um, church tech or leadership or any anything like that that you'd like to you know, you're trying to work through in your context, we'd love to hear you and and help you out and talk to you. Um, if you do have a topic request uh, on the podcast page on the website, there's the I have question button, just push that and uh, we'd be happy to either answer the question or address it. So thanks guys. See you next time.